are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Coming away from the concert where we filmed him recently, Iggy Pop muttered, who's the godfather of punk? And then drew three arrows in the condensation on the coach window, all pointing at himself. Well, is the appellation deserved? In the spare wilderness of early 70s rock, when music became what is best described perhaps by John Cale of the Velvet Underground as, quote, merely the extensions of the corporations which own the music. In that period, it was John Cale and his protégés, the New York Dolls and Iggy Pop who kept alive the tradition of high-energy music. For them, only them, rock would still go, eh. Well, in 74-75, Iggy's third album, Raw Power, inspired many of our now new bands. But first talks of his supporters. They stuck with me when I was screwing up, when I was a jerk. You know, when I couldn't, when I couldn't put out consistent product, when I couldn't talk uh, three words in a, in a row without falling down, when I wasn't doing good shows, they stuck with me, and uh, and uh, some uh, some personal friends did too, especially David Bowie, and uh, my mother and father, yeah, things like that. You know, the only reason I'm doing this is to get uh, get my face um, on more screens, mm -hmm. to get my name in more papers and more print and to um, expand my fame but, it, and, but you are and, aware it's going to and be, also, and it's going also be problems to, uh, for you isn't it later and also to uh, to increase my uh, financial uh, power but on the other hand that's not the most important on the other hand I'm determined I'm determined uh, I'm determined to uh, enjoy this and I can enjoy it because only if I sincerely tell you that. You do provide something and give something. I mean, a lot of the people who were influenced by the Sex Pistols yeah, were influenced I'll... before by you, right? I mean, there's that influence thing that you've had on English music. Yeah, but but a lot of what I do is just is just the most inane, ridiculous. I'm one of the most inane, ridiculous uh, uh, dorks. I'm, I'm Alfred E. Newman. I'm a nerd. A nerd. Yes. Do you know what a nerd is? A, is there a, a twit? Yeah. It's not like a twit though. The Mad Magazine. Yeah, the, the face him, I remember. You know? yeah. and, uh, Why do you think people want to come and see that 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 nerd? Because I work hard and do a real good. Uh, I make a really nice piece of art. Sometimes and sometimes my piece of art isn't so good. And I guess the reason I'm able to do that is because once I started, I never gave up. Welcome to the Free Four Rock Podcast! What's up, Lee? Uh, <laughs> well, that's that's how that's how the guy who's do the album sounds when he sings. So I just thought I'd give you a taste. And now batting for the Dodgers, Manny ah. Mota, 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 Mota. Okay. What's up? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you know what movie that's from? No. The Naked Gun. Ah. <laughs> the one I didn't see because my parents said you can't see anything with the word naked in it. Dude, how old were you in the 80s? I'm kidding. That's not going shit. You had to be at least 18 when that movie came out. I'm more. kidding. But... But, uh, yeah, 
<laughs> no, they they were like, um, you can't have any food that says natural on the cover because we don't want any bare boobs in your cereal. I'll take some boobs in my cereal. <laughs> I, lo- I, I, lo- I love you, baby, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> Only your boobs go in my cereal. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That sounds like something I would like to say to someone sometime. Hey, you should write a song. There's boobs in my cereal. There's boobs you know, in my I, cereal. Does they go snack, crackle, yeah. pop? <laughs> I, I, I think, um, ooh, now we know why why they they like to chew on those rings. Yum, yum. <laughs> well, you could also do that. They're great. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, man. Hey, let's talk about internet world or podcast world. We have our friends over at the Decibel Geek, Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro. Yeah. They got fucking dissed by that fucking dick of any Vincent, man. And then that fucker goes off on them saying they, they started the shit that Chris was a hater. I never heard Chris say one shit about Vinnie Vincent being a dick or a jerk or they just freaking lather his ass and he fucking comes out with that shit because blabbermouth picked up their podcast of him being unprofessional wow what do you think about that um i i the one thing i will say is i wasn't there i mean i will say i i i'm on their side and i'm also on the side of ralph who did a video about it but on the other hand what i want to say is um a lot of times stuff like that happens anyway so it's like I wasn't there, so I do want to hear if Vinny has his side to the coin, what his take on it is. I'm I'm willing to totally believe what Vince and Aaron and Ralph said, and I am their friends, and I totally believe them. But still, because this is the internet world, I do want to hear what Vinny has to say, if Vinny has his point of view or what went on, just because this is an information world, and I do want to hear his side if he has one. Well, he did put up his side. Did you see Ralph's I, post? Um, I, I, I saw Ralph's post, but I didn't see what Vinny said. Well, he put up screenshots from Vinny's page on Facebook and Vinny disputed everything Chris said about him. Said that Chris was a hater of Vinny Vincent. You know if you listen to the Decibel Geek podcast those guys are in love with Vinny Vincent. I don't see why. That's okay because I'm not that huge fan. I'll have to watch. I mean I'll have to see that because I didn't see that. But But if he said that then that's really really crazy and you know Ra- that ralph's that's, response that's totally out there ralph's response to what Vinny said on on the comment section which will get deleted because Vinny said he will delete all haters comments and ban them from the page but oh. ralph's response was fucking awesome fuck yeah ralph you kick ass man fucking i they do I'll, nothing but lather vincent's I'll ass find out. I'll, ever I'll since to find out because i do want to i i do want to find out I've listened to every episode of the Decibel Geek. 
The only thing that I saw that Mighty might have got pissed off was Ian playing Vinnie Vincent. But they said that was a joke and they love Vinnie Vincent and they want him to come on the show, which he eventually did. But fuck, that guy's a greedy son of a bitch, man. Fuck him. Fuck, yeah. De Decibel Geek don't need his shit. They fucking had Michael Wagner on there, man. Fuck it, and John Karabi. Fuck, just yeah. those two guests alone freaking outshine fucking Vincenzo. Fuck that <laughs> shit. Fuck yeah. that shit. I'm just, I'm getting pissed off because that's one of my favorite podcasts. Them and the com com uh, Rock and Combat Metal podcast are my one and two podcasts, with the Combat being first, Decibel Geek second. Fuck, those guys, yeah. are the, all, those two podcasts made me wanted to do podcasting because they fucking rule. I'm trying to rule, yeah. but fuck, we're trying to be rule here. We're getting I mean, our little bit of the of the podcast pie. The other podcast, the other podcast that influenced me, that made me want to do podcasts, is my podcast. Fuck, you inspired yourself. That's classically. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I heard my own podcast and I said, "Shit, I should do a podcast." And I went, "Wake up, dummy! You're drunk." But I'm just saying that's fucked up, yeah, dude. That, yeah, that guy yeah. is all. Fucking watch him. I, I love Eddie Trunk, but watch fucking him go on Eddie Trunk's podcast now and fucking slam them. Yeah. And, you know, um, I'm, I'm just, fuck him. He's a fucking liar. Those dudes are fucking great, man. Chris, yeah. Chris is so freaking awesome and so is Aaron. They freaking give me advice sometimes here and there a long time ago. Fucking told me that they don't pay for the music they play and fucking... Wait, I... I yeah, they do pay for the music they play. Well, I'm not going to say that out loud. But they help me, you know. They help me freaking get this podcast going. And I ask questions. And Chris always was gracious and answered me. He's a fucking, he's fucking great. Vinny yeah. fucking fucked him over and fuck him. Fuck him with yeah. a fucking hot poker. Yeah. Yeah. N not the hot poker that I'm going to use on my butt because I need that for later tonight. But any other hot poker <laughs> is good. Oh, wow. You went there. Well, oh, oh, no, no, no. Actually, I won't go there. I'm going to plug up my butthole before anyone can do anything. Oh, wow. Oh, 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 oh I, I went somewhere else. Oop, I'll, I'll be quiet. <laughs> we need to get you a girlfriend, Lee, with a shirt tucked in. Yes. So anybody out there, if you if you, yeah. hear, if you hear Lee on this podcast and you're a hot girl or a, or a nice-looking girl who tucks in their shirts, contact yes. Lee Gershman on Facebook and on this Freeform Rock podcast uh yeah. pages and on the lee gershman show page or on lee's garage what is garage what what, what is um it? um lee gershman's garage and other fetishes or something like that or it's, contact it's, it's, contact him at lee gershman on facebook yeah right just on. don't use the fake profile that that somebody took from him yeah yeah i i'm i have the michael densmith picture that's the real me <laughs> That's a real Lee. If you see the the real real Lee, that's not Lee. The real Lee yeah, is Michael yeah, Nesmith. Yeah, that's weird. That's, <laughs> I, I, I hate that fucking guy. <laughs> All right, well, today we're going to do one of your albums that you picked that I've never heard in my yeah. entire lifetime. And wow. I'm sad that I never heard it because it, spoiler alert, I'm not going to say spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're doing the Stooges from 1969, right? Yeah. All right, let's see. I got Wikipedia. This is the Stooges. It's a debut studio album by American rock band, the Stooges. 
It's released August 5th, 1969. Oh, that's my mom's birthday, not 1969, but August 5th. By Electra Records, two songs, I Want to Be Your Dog, in 1969, were released as singles, and the album peaked at number 106 on the Billboard album chart. 1969 wow. was featured on Rolling Stone's list of 100 Greatest Guitar Songs at 35. It's, it's, it is considered a landmark proto-punk album. Yeah. So, this is pretty cool. It was produced by John Cale, assemble, reassembling ex-Velvet Underground bandmate Lou Reed's closet mix of that band's enormous third album of the same year was rejected by Electra. The mix, as heard on the final project product, was done by Iggy Pop and Electra Records pre- president Yach Holzman. Four of Kale's original mixes would later appear on a bonus disc of a 2005 reissued version with pitch correction applied to them. Five years later, all eight of Kale, Kale remixes were released unaltered on the first disc of the 2010 collector's edition of the uh, album. So, hmm. so, Lee, why did you pick this record? Um, I picked it because I used to have it on... Um, huh. I, I don't think I had it on album. I think I had it on... I, I forget where I first had it, but I had it somewhere, and then later I had it on CD. But um, I, yeah, I, I totally forget how I first had it. Um, it, it. But um, however I had it, I had it. Um, I don't think it was album. I don't think I had it on an album. But it might have been a cassette when I first had it, I, I totally forget, but then later I had it on CD. But, um, however I had it, um, I, I thought it was, was cool. I, I liked the songs, and I thought this was a good album. And then when I got it again on CD, I was like, damn, this is a pretty damn good album. And I liked how it was on CD. And especially when I'm drinking. So I thought that's a good sign for doing a review. Well, one of these songs I think you had to be really wasted to listen to, but we'll get to that one later. Um, I I do have an interesting, well, quote, I mean, a a thing to say about that song. If if I, well, we probably (laughs) both know what song it is, but let's wait. All right, well, let's get into the first track on this album. The Stooges by The Stooges, 1969. What do you think of this song? All right. Um, well, it's interesting that they have a song about the year this came out. But it's cool. The words don't really mean much, but that's what I like about it. The guitar tone is great. When I'm in the right mood, this song is the best. It's pretty damn good. I said it's a cool song. It has a great groove, and I love Iggy's voice and the guitar tone. Fucking awesomely. Yeah. I like this song. I do like Iggy Pop solo, but I've never really heard the Stooges. This is freaking cool. Thank you for opening my, my mind. Oh, this. definitely. I, I personally, I'm not against Iggy's solo, but to me, Iggy's solo and Iggy and the Stooges are like almost like two totally different kinds of people. They have two totally different sounds to me. Shit, I love Lust for Life. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I've never heard it. I I, I, I should. And I also like K 
candy, 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 I still love you so. <laughs> I'm not going to say how I feel about that one, but I, I will try Lust for Life. All right. Let's get into the next track, which you picked as one of your first three off this album. So here is I Want to Be Your Dog by The Stooges on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Was I want to be your dog? Why'd you like this song, Lee? Oh, this is awesome. It's like one of my songs. Before Bugs on Cheese, there was I want to be your dog. A great, intense, but simple, powerful song. One of my favorites. Ruff. 
Yeah. Well, I said, this song sounds familiar. I might have heard it before. I like it. It's so raw. Freaking, I yeah. just love the groove on this song. I love the way Iggy's voice sounds. This is a yeah. really good introduction to the Stooges. Thank you, Lee. I like this track. Oh, yeah. Um, Joan Jett did a version of it, too. Oh, cool. I probably don't want to hear that, then. <laughs> I'm joking. No. Uh, <laughs> I like Joan Jett, but she gets boring after a while. It's actually really good. Oh, but cool. anyway. I like her Dirty but, Deeds. That's pretty good. Oh, and, right on. And then we get into track three. A long minute epic on this song. Uh, uh, we will fall. What do you think of uh, this one, Lee? Uh, 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 this is a song I was referring to in the beginning uh, of the show. Uh, well, that's what Lee thinks about that song. Um, um, this is the we need to fill in ten minutes with nothing song. <laughs> if you have trouble going to sleep, this song will get you there. Oh wow! It's both. Weird and boring, which is unique. Dang, we agree on this track. I said, I like <laughs> art music, but this is fucking boring. <laughs> this like, is like even fart music would be better than that. This is like, were they, on some, stink. were they on some good acid? Because I don't think people on acid would even like this song. <laughs> um, they would probably have orange juice's acid. Because they can't even understand what good acid music is. It's like, if the drummer did one boom on the drum, that would be something. Instead of, we will fall, it's, we have not yet gotten up. Well, this song is sucks. And I, I don't know <laughs> why they, they freaking did How was it ten minutes? It's the same lyrics over and over. Um, what oh. I heard was um, when they did this album, they only had like three or four songs that were on their list, and they did those songs for like 10 or 12 minutes. And then after they did those songs, the producer of the album said they had to write a couple more songs to fill it up. Unfortunately, this was not one of the filler tunes. This is one of the tunes they already had before they filled up the album with the other stuff. So imagine them in concert playing this for 20 minutes. Did they ever play they this? Um, this was apparently one of their songs that they played in concert. I was not around then. I wouldn't have remembered this song if I had heard it. But, um, yeah. The group Sky Cries Mary did a version of it. Damn. And, and even though I'm not going to say run out and listen to their version, I will say they make it sound slightly more like it's a real song than this, which is like, <laughs> like... If your grandma had impacted farts from 40 years and she just would... <laughs> you might find that to be a little bit more interesting. Well, I, I was just going, this is a 10 minute epic on the song and it's not even fucking epic. It's fucking it's, boring. I say, is this song going to end? Fucking. It's a 10-minute fuck it. It's fuck like, it. I'm going to fuck with your mind and give you a song that like, sucks. 
for like ten minutes. Like the opposite of epic. It's a poopic. Well, let's get off this fucking terrible song yeah. and let's get into All right. <laughs> side B on this album. No fun. What would you think of this one? I think that they decided that they needed to tell people what the other song was actually called. But they decided to name it for this song, which is actually not a no fun song. It's actually okay. This sounds like a Lou Reed song. It has that New York punk rock street vibe. It's kind of cool. It has a Rolling Stones edge to it. It would have worked on Sticky Fingers. Thanks. So what I said about the song, back to some rock and this track, this this tune is cool. <laughs> That's all I said. Yeah, about it. right on. And then we get into the next song, which is the next song you picked off this record, Real Cool Time. So here's Real Cool Time on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Can I come over tonight? Can I come over tonight? What do you think I wanna do? That's right. Can I come over tonight? I said we will have a real cool time tonight I said we will have a real cool time tonight I said we will have a real cool time I said we will have a real cool time tonight we will have a real cool time tonight. I said we will have a real cool time. We will have a real cool time. A real cool time tonight. That was real cool time. Why'd you pick this track? Oh, it blows away Cheap Trick's Heaven Tonight album. What? Or, or it could have been on it. This has great intense energy, and I really like this song. I like Heaven Tonight way better than this entire album, but this album oh. is good. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I'm only talking about the song. This, this song would have been, it would have worked on that album 
Okay, and then I said, like this one too. Band is really tight, cool track. I, I love the guitar in this track. Really good. Cool. So and you it, agree it's better than Heaven Tonight? No, I don't agree it's oh, better than Heaven Tonight. I'm trying to put words in your mouth. Even All Robert right. Lawson, he, he asked me, he really said he didn't like Heaven Tonight? And I go, yes, he didn't like Heaven Tonight. He goes, oh my God. I go, exactly, that song's epic. He goes, fuck yeah. He didn't go, fuck yeah, but he goes, yeah, it is. So he even commented on you not liking Heaven Tonight from that review. Oh. Oh, you mean he agreed with me or he didn't? Oh, he disagreed with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> oh, oh. You, you, you mean he liked this song better, Real Cool Time by the Stooges, right? No, he liked Heaven Tonight. Fuck! Damn it! <laughs> I'm, I'm, fuck! I'm trying to... Never mind. Um, this is all good. We yeah. always agree. So, so I, I apologize. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then we get to Anne. What do you think of this one? This is kind of weird and sounds kind of like Country Joe the Fish. I don't care for it. Filler! I said, nah, I don't like it, but the end was rocking. <laughs> That's all I said about it. Uh, oh, in other words, at least you were able to push the old woman off the bed at the end. I gave up before she went off. Yeah, it started picking up at the end, and then it ended, and I go, fuck, it was just getting good. <laughs> ah. All right, then let's get to uh, track seven. Uh, not right. What do you think of this one? I wish I could say I like this song better, but it's kind of filler for me, but it's better than some of the Grateful Dead. Ha, <laughs> ha. I hate the Grateful Dead. That's why I mentioned it. Alright, then we're going to get to... Oh wait, what, what do I think? think about this song? I said, cool song, like it. That's about it. It's probably filler, that's why I wrote it. It really didn't grab Yeah, you me. like it better than the Grateful Dead. Yeah, I did like it better than the Grateful Dead. And then we get to the last track on the album, Little Doll, which you pick as your third track off the album. So here's Little Doll by The Stooges on the Freeform Rock Podcast. But I don't know 
shake. Come on, shake. Come on, shake. Your little doll. Shake. Your little doll. Come on, shake. Come on, shake. Come on, shake. That was Little Doll. Why did you pick this track, Lee? Well, I want to give a shout-out to two really cool girlfriends of mine. My mannequins, Deborah and Bonnie. You rule. You're great. Anyway, this is the cool-ass song on the album. I like it. It makes me want to look for a doll. I'm sorry, girls, but you know my cravings. But I'll be dancing with the mannequin. It's an all-right song. Woo! Little doll, little doll, little doll, little doll, little doll, little doll. I said, cool way to end the album. I love the drum sound on this one. It kicks ass. Great song to end the record. Yeah. And overall, yeah. I did. I think I didn't like three tracks off the album, but overall, out of eight tracks, five were really good. And I think five was the original track listing, except for that one artsy-fartsy song that fucking sucked. So yeah. Yeah. Actually, four of the original tracks were awesome. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's kind of interesting. So it was is a good album. So what was your track of the week? Oh, it was um, by a group called A Euphonious Whale. It's an album that people buy because they're into collectible rare albums. Even though I found mine for free. Um, cause the record store threw it out, but, um, the song is called Pony, and when people hear the album, they hear that song and they think, that's a good album. Then they hear the rest of the album and they go, it's not a good album, <laughs> but this song's good. Well, at least it wasn't Cheap Trick Ride My Pony from Woke Up With A Monster. <laughs> um... I actually like that, but... Oh, yeah, you did like that song. (laughs) Yeah, oh. Robert Lawson didn't. He liked Heaven Tonight. (laughs) Well, he has a book and you don't. Ah, fuck. Well, I have a book, but my book is I peed on the corner and I missed. (laughs) 
<laughs> Never mind. All right. Well, my track of the week is White by The Cult off my favorite Cult album called Ceremony, which is oh. one of their worst, which was one of the albums that didn't sell well. And I think it's one of their best works. Fucking huh. love that album. I can listen to that album every day. More I than electric. To it. I should listen to it. More than electric. It's more hippy dippy shit, but it's fucking rockin' hippy dippy shit. Oh. It's, well well then well then me and you and Robert Lawson would both would all dig it. <laughs> I gotta get Robert Lawson on here so that I can tell him No, I I, I tell him how wonderful he is. We gotta get his book and read it so we can talk to him. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm 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 gonna be talking about just one thing. I'm gonna be Oh, wait. Before we talk about anything else, let's um talk about heaven tonight. Whoop, Skype. <laughs> loud stuff. Okay, Mark, let's me and you talk. Let's forget about that Lee. He's he he he, he accidentally lost. We lost lost contact. <laughs> you see, you don't kidding. like Kevin tonight. The song, the album you uh, like, but the song yeah, you didn't like. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a uh, I like whites from the album Ceremony. Check it out if you guys haven't checked it out. And next week we're gonna do something different. We're not gonna do album review. We're gonna do ten songs, ten bands. I mean, ten bands that should have got bigger. Lee's gonna have five, and I'm gonna have five. So you need to do your homework on your five. I already got my homework done on my five. And I have to whittle it down from my ten thousand to just five. <laughs> Well, I'm. E it's an easy five, but I could have done a lot more. So this could be, this could be an ongoing series where we do ten bands that should have been bigger. This and will be I the first all list. the other bands because you only know five that are obscure, <laughs> and I know two hundred thousand. Well, I'm not going to do obscure bands. I'm going to do bands. You're going to do bands that are really well known, but they should have been even more well known. Yeah. Yes, they had a number one song, Hell but then dropped yes. after that. Yeah. You're gonna Fuck. do, you're gonna I, do I, bands I, like freaking I never even heard of. <laughs> like I'm gonna do bands that even I haven't heard of until I just found out about this episode and then I found them <laughs> out. No, no, I'm. Um, it, oh, so so if if you're talking about bands that should have been even more well known, then hey, I'll say the Beatles and the Rolling Stones because even though well they're well known, they should have been even more well known. Yay! <laughs> you know. No, I, I no, I'll, I'll pick some a little bit less, less. Yeah, you pick, you pick, you pick I'll a band. Pick, I'll, I'll pick Van Halen and Led Zeppelin. They're a little oh, bit less wow. well known. Yeah. <laughs> we'll pick a no. band. We'll pick a band. You t we talk about the band and then we'll play the song yeah. that you th everybody should hear yeah. from that band. Oh, oh, definitely. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll pick, I'll pick five. Yeah, you're gonna um, have to have five songs, one by each band. Yeah. So it's gonna be a music intensive show. And we're going to talk about each band, hopefully intensely. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Um, will one of my bands count, or should I not put my band in? <laughs> no, I, no I'll, 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 I'll just give you um, maybe a song from one of my bands, and <laughs> just so that you can listen to it. But I won't. <laughs> I won't make the people suffer. All right, Lee. <laughs> Until next week, what is the song we're playing? I can't say it. It's A Euphonious Whale, and the song is Pony. And then we're going to play the Colt White from the album Ceremony. 
And you guys have a great next week, and I hope you guys listen. Check us out on iTunes and Podbean or wherever you get your uh, podcast at because we do this for free, and we'd like you guys to check it out. Take it easy, man. Take care. All right, later, Lee. Thank you.
Now let's get into the promos. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wanna rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You gotta fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern. The Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. Ear Peeler, the podcasting and interview news site to keep up with your favorite bands or artists and the podcasts or interviews where they appear. Go to earpeeler.com to find out what we're all about. You haven't listened to Mars Attacks podcast? What are you waiting for, man? Host Victor M. Ruiz brings you all types of hard rock and metal-based podcasts. You'll find everything from music-based episodes, interviews, to series such as ultra-sexy classic album series, where some of your favorite musicians, producers, journalists, and show hosts comments on the albums that push the evolutionary chains of hard rock and metal. Get with it and go to MarsAttacksRadio.com to find out more. Punch it, get blasted! From New York. Hey, 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 hey! What up, bangers? From North Carolina. Skitter Pal Meow Meow. This is Bushy. And the Mountain. Tune in every week for your listening pleasure only on the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. You can find us on Podbean and iTunes. Thank you very much.
Rock and Rollers. If you want a podcast that kicks a lot of ass, make sure you check out the Terrence Reardon and Friends audiovisual podcast on YouTube. Every week, yours truly looks at a different classic rock or metal album that had a major impact on my life and also in the history of rock and roll in general. And I'm usually joined by a friend or two, and I cover everything from ACDC and the Eagles to Pink Floyd to Rush to The Who and everything in between. But there is no country music, no Tim McGraw, no Garth fucking Brooks, no rap, no Wu-Tang Clan, no fucking Jay-Z on the show, because that shit is frowned upon with this rock and roller. So if you want a kick-ass rock and roll podcast, check out the Terrence Reardon and Friends audiovisual podcast. New episodes up every Tuesday, exclusively on YouTube. Hey, this is Lee Gerstmann, and if you like to hear some stuff that's like, you don't know what it's going to be, and even if it's stuff that I don't even know what it's going to be, check me out on what I call the Lee Gerstmann Show, and it's just me doing reviews or me doing horsing around or whatever I'm doing, check it out, please. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.